stuck in our homes But you're not alone Our seven feet and knees We'll shoot the breeze COVID-19 has you down Down So stay with us and hang around Until it all works out I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. Happy bald and free day, Dave. I don't understand why bald and free go together. I don't know, but that's the name of the day, so I'm going to go with it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe because well, you don't you. have to worry about like doing your hair and hairspray and uh, or maybe it's a day to embrace to embrace it. Let's look it up, shall we? Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah. Be bald and free. Celebrates the naked crown. Okay. Sometimes the day is referred to, oh, geez. Sometimes the day is referred to as a bald and free day. It recognizes the beauty of a naked scalp. This is not, um, I'm obviously bald, but this is not something that I feel good about. No, you don't want to celebrate it. If it was just bald day, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. But I don't understand bald and free. And I think I think okay. I think the organizers of this day have overreached. OK. And um, I refuse to endorse it. Uh, there you go. An official protest. Yes. From a bald person. <laughs> there you go. There will be a, there will be a million bald march on this oh, issue like next that. year. Wait till yeah. COVID is over, though. It will be a virtual march. <laughs> yeah. It will be a virtual march, and anyone who's doing it on video, you can't shoot the anything below your eyebrows. Okay. So it's just the top of bald heads. <laughs> the top of the heads. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, now I have a vision. All right. Well, so, we're out of the gates with a racing start today. Yes, yes. That that our kitschy start will probably be an indication on how we're both faring through this week. So I went to vote today. Congratulations. Can I, I, can I it was tell a you really what happened? Relaxing experience. Can I, can I tell you what happened? I know, you know, but my, the viewers don't know or the listeners. So uh, Virginia offers no, no excuse in-person early voting. So beginning in October, you can go to a variety of polling places at any time and cast your vote in person. It's not absentee, um, just because you want to, because you don't. So I decided to do it because first of all, I wanted to get it like out of the way. And mentally I thought, all right, if I do it, then I don't have to worry about it and it's done and I did my part and I can try to sleep again. So, uh, so um, and I also don't want to be out on election day because I don't want to risk bringing in anything for Timmy. And I'm worried about the, you know, the crowds and that sort of thing. Right. So I figured three o'clock this afternoon wouldn't be busy. It's at our local library. So it's like two miles from my house. So I told Robbie, I'm like, get in the car. Let's go vote. Um, Timmy stayed here because of the germ thing. So we get there and we pull into the library and there's like a small little caravan of the Trump you know the the trump flags and a few pickup trucks and some people standing out and so didn't 
didn't do anything, drove past them, went and parked, got out of the car, walked towards. So the library, like the polling is off to the left entrance of the library in like a, a meeting room type part. And then there's the main entrance of the library. So it's very obvious when you're going to vote because you're going to the left instead of straight. So I start heading to the left and they just start screaming at me for no reason. Um, that that it's a rigged election, um, that we're cheaters, and then I'm not going to say what they called me. Why? Okay. Um, but it's two words, and the first one starts with an F, and the second one starts with a C. Um, in front a of my kid. They called you a flying chimpanzee in front of your kid. I know, right? That I is know. outrageous. It was horrible, but in front of my 14 year old kid for no other reason than because I had to walk past them in order to go to the left in order to vote because they saw me walking in to a polling place and they're all standing there with their freaking phones. And I'm like, I, I wanted to like strike a pose. I didn't, but I wanted to. Um, I, I, I don't get it. All I was, and they didn't even know who I was voting for. I like wasn't wearing any garb. I wasn't going in, you know, I'm just like, Let's just go do it. This is our civic duty. This is what we do every, you know, every year we vote. Every four years we do president. Let's go get it done. I, I'm just gobsmacked by it, Dave. It's what we are now have devolved into. It's not, it's not pretty. No other reason than for me to be walking into the polling place. I mean, they didn't even know who I was voting for, right? I could have, they don't know. Nobody knows. You don't know who I voted for. That is correct. I do not. Yes, because um, it's a private thing. Yes, I, I don't know what to say beyond the fact that it's just another sign that 2020 is a dumpster fire of a year and America has gone completely off the rails, unfortunately. In front of my kid, though, and Robbie looks at me, he's like, did they just, I'm like, yes, just. Just keep walking. He's keep like, walking. Oh, what did you? I'm like, I didn't do anything. And I said, and then when we got in the car and I said, you asked me what I did. I didn't do anything. But even if I had done something, you don't call somebody that, especially somebody that you don't know. You don't. So another you have to confirm that they're a flying chimpanzee before you can call them a flying chimpanzee. Exactly. You have to yeah. know them and have a relationship before you can call it out. Yes. Yeah. So. It's pretty reprehensible, and it, I, I, I still believe that that represents a very small percentage of the actual population. But the fact that people feel emboldened and and they're just allowed to do that is really yeah. that's just not acceptable. It was upsetting, especially in front of Robbie. So I mean, you know, he's like four inches taller than me, so I felt very safe. You know, I mean, I knew that nothing was going to happen. But it was just the fact that that it's been a long time since somebody called me that. So, you know. Think about how much anger and paranoia and everything else you have to have where, and free time, where that's what you do. It's you stand out there for a few hours yes. and, and scream at people. Mm -hmm. It's it's really pathetic. Yeah. But look, it's, you know, I have faith that everything will work out in the end. So, but that was my day. So, you know, it was a long day with work, lots of meetings again, um, no circle time today. So, although, you know, just circle time zaps me. So, 
very stressful circle time. I can. I will why. tell you though. So Timmy had to. He had to listen to the story on Christopher Columbus, mm -hmm. and then he has to do a story retell. Which, and you remember? You, do you remember at the beginning of the school year? I kind of had a freak out moment about the Claire Barton and the yes. the writing mm -hmm. prompt. Okay, I turns, do remember that. Yes, turns out that he has the option of writing, or he can do it orally, and we just press a button and it records it and uploads it. So, because he doesn't know how to really write his thoughts yet, we do the oral. So he had to listen to the story about Christopher Columbus, which was like very Pollyanna, you know, mm -hmm. that that he sailed here and he made friends with the Native Americans and they discovered how to trade and, you know, everybody lived in harmony. So I let him listen to the story. And then I kind of told him like the, the true version of, of Christopher Columbus, you know, that that. Yes, he did sail here. Yes, he did meet the Native Americans. Yes, they did do some trade. And then we took them. Then Christopher Columbus took them as slaves, tortured them, and it was mass genocide. So that's what he included in his story retell. Said so Christopher Columbus liked the ocean and he wanted to get boats. So we went to the king and queen and he got three boats and he sailed to America and he saw the Native Americans. And they were very nice. And then he made them slaves and he killed them all. The end. <laughs> so I can't wait to get that grade back. Um, yeah. Mercy. <laughs> so, yeah. Virtual school and I think he's getting himself a reputation. <laughs> can, you get, can you get kicked out? Can you be expelled? <laughs> You're not allowed to be on the computer anymore. You're out. So what was your day like? My day was very, very long. It consisted of um, waking up very early. I did work out this morning, which made me feel better about everything that transpired after it, which was primarily uh, sitting on my butt and working. I did a presentation today on a not oh, very exciting topic. Group. Yes, I spoke about Medicare's competitive bidding program. Okay, exciting. I don't know. I don't know if it's exciting. I mean, I try to make these topics interesting, but I have to admit, even I'm not very excited about competitive bidding as, as a topic of discussion. You so can I, start with a Halloween joke. Did you start your presentation with a Halloween joke? You know, now that you mention it, that's really what was missing. If if I had led with Halloweeny, the whole the whole tenor of this presentation would have shifted, and I would. Probably, it would set yeah. people in a different tone. Everybody would be relaxed. It would be like they'd be like, "Wow, he may be bald, but he's really funny." Right, and and if I actually do that, what also happens is all those people they immediately tell seventeen of their friends and seventeen of their friends, and all of a sudden on that call. Within 10 minutes, there will be 3,000 people on that call listening to me talk about competitive bidding because of Halloween. -y. Exactly. See yeah. how this works? You missed yeah. opportunity. Of, it is. It's a huge missed opportunity. You're right, Peggy. Um, I did not have 3,000 people on the call. And um, yeah, I finished the presentation. Okay. That's the, 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 the great, the really compelling story is I started it and I ended it. There you uh, go. And beyond that, it was just a regular work day. I, I, I'm just exhausted. I, I fell asleep really late last night. 
couldn't sleep that well. I woke up very early this morning. So I knew I was going to be fried. And by basically the presentation, I think was at noon, 12 to one. And I spoke for the last 20 minutes of it. And as soon as it was over, I was just done. I was like yeah. out. And I still had several hours left to go, which we did. Um, but I'm very excited that tomorrow is Friday, honestly, Peggy. I'm really excited yes. that tomorrow is Friday. I am very excited that the weekend is coming up because I need a weekend. You're going to unplug? I am. I am, yeah. It's going to be good. good. It's going to be good to do that. Well, let's not ruin weekend plans. We have to have something to talk about tomorrow. No problem. I'll have something. All right. Good talking to you. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye. We're stuck in our homes, but you're not alone. Cause they're defeated.